So we're going to talk today about SkyWara, which is an ac uh, you know acronym, I think is the way you say that, but it's spinal cord injury without radiographic abnormality. And that's not, it's not really a good name anymore because um, that name came to be when it was just x-rays and CTs. And now that there's MRI, usually you can find something. So it um, should be spinal cord injury without CT and x-ray abnormality, but that would be too long with word. So um, anyway, the... Um, this is predominantly in kids, and kids have different spinal cords that make them more prone to this because they have a couple different things. They have a head that's too big for their body, and so it acts as a fulcrum to pull their neck over. Um, kids that have uh, downs are even worse because they have very loose ligaments and a weird structure at their spinal cord skull base, so they can easily pith themselves. And then... Um, they have uh, in the annulus, the part of the disc, it's got more water content than an adult. So it can actually expand and contract way more than an adult's would. Plus they have the growth plates in the spinal cord, which can, they can fracture there easier. Most of the time, if you have a kid who's under eight years old that has a non-focal neurologic exam, the chances that kid have a cervical spine injury is almost zero. Because most kids who have a cervical spine injury under that age are going to have neurodeficits when they present. Um, there's some argument about if you have a, a, like a, a kid who's five but is awake and talking and doesn't have distracting injuries, do they even need, need to be immobilized? And some pediatric people would say no because th they don't have anything. But um, others would argue that they do. But the thing with Skywara that's scary is that they can come in and they can have just little transient neural deficits, like a little numbness, a little weakness, and then it's gone by the time you see them or shortly thereafter. And then they can progress to devastation. So don't always take their initial clearing to be a good sign. The worst thing that can happen is they can bleed into their cord. And you're not going to see that on a CT or an X-ray. You can only see it on MRI, and those kids have the worst prognosis. If they have a little bit of cord contusion and all their neurodeficits go away and stay away, don't come back, um, and they have a normal MRI, then those kids can go home. But you have to have the MRI added if anybody has any kind of neurodeficits in order to clear them. You can't say, oh, we did a CT and their leg weakness is gone now, we're good. Uh-uh, they have to have an MR before you can call them good. Um, because they can deteriorate over the next four to six hours and have significant permanent dis impairment. So don't, that's the one time when better is not necessarily good. 